As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Southern Gothic is a podcast that explores the history behind the American South's darkest days, greatest mysteries, and most chilling ghost stories. But today, we aren't hitting the history books. We're going to go down to the campfire for our annual Halloween tradition of 13 spooky tales over the course of 13 nights. Now, y'all, I'm just going to come out and say it. I I think today's story is a little more gruesome than most that I tell you. So I'm just going to warn you now. It involves the devil, a baby, a deer, and a little bit of violence. So, you know, if you got your kid around, maybe hold off for a bit. On the other hand, if you are here for all that grim stuff, which I know most of y'all are, this story is probably for you. It takes place out in Wilkes County, North Carolina, on Walsh Road, where there's an old suspension bridge that spans the north prong of Lewis Fork Creek. The bridge itself was built in 1926, but according to some locals, there's an urban legend surrounding it that has been told for quite a bit of time. This particular location is definitely on the back roads, though, as I couldn't even find enough stuff on it to see if the street was even paved much less have the ability to get one of those fancy Google Maps street views of the bridge. Then again, maybe there's a reason for that, because as I said, this piece of folklore is a little rough. Folks out in Wilkes County, North Carolina, claim that sometime around 1780, there was a young girl from near Perlier named Peggy who found out one day that she was pregnant. Unfortunately, Peggy was not married, and when she realized that she was carrying a child, she fled her home and went out into the North Carolina wilderness in fear of what her father might do if he were to discover what had happened. So for months, she lived out there alone in the dark woods until one day she gave birth all by herself. But by this point, Peggy was not healthy. She was practically starving out there in isolation, and as a result, she couldn't nurse her newborn child. Well, I'll spare y'all how grim this situation became, but you can imagine the horror that this young mother must have experienced out there alone 
with a hungry child she couldn't feed who was only getting sicker and sicker. And so you'll probably understand why she made the deal that she made next, a decision that has echoed through time into local lore today. You see, Peggy made a deal with the devil. One night, she stood at the edge of the north prong of Lewis Fork Creek and begged for the Prince of Darkness to come to her, pleading for him to bring milk for her baby. And when he finally did, he gave her more than she had bargained for, because her baby wasn't just fed that night, he was transformed. As soon as the deal was sealed, it said that the infant grew a full set of sharp teeth which he then used to begin feeding off his mother's flesh. He horrifically gnawed away at Peggy's face and hands, in some places all the way down to the bone. Fortunately, Peggy survived, but after that deal with the devil, she was so enraged by what he had done to her that she pledged to, quote, kill that devil or any man who so much as looked at her. Now y'all, local lore claims that after this incident, the young mother was so terrifyingly disfigured by the child's attack that anyone or anything, animal or man, who set their eyes on her would literally be scared to death by the sight. So Peggy, who, if you ask me, clearly had not learned her lesson, turned to witchcraft for the answer. And she became so powerful that she was able to shapeshift into different animals so that henceforth she could hunt for food. Well, one day, when Peggy was down there in Lewis Fork Creek, washing her little demon child in the cold waters, she saw a big buck emerge from the tree line and meander his way down to the bank. Hungry after who knows how long she had gone without food, Peggy immediately dropped her baby in the water, headed straight for that deer, and grabbed it by the horns, pulling it headfirst into the creek and brutally and violently holding its head down as he thrashed for air. But while Peggy was successful in taking that buck's life, she didn't survive the battle. And her baby, whom she had made such a horrific deal to save, drowned in the process. Pretty grim, right? Well, y'all, there are some variations to this tale depending on who you ask out there in Wilkes County but one part of it is always constant among them. The place where all of this went down is known today as Peggy Hole, a spot where that creek opens up for swimming. And it not only has a radius of about 20 to 25 feet, but it's also about six feet deep. That's right, it's a swimming hole. But why folks would go down there to swim after hearing this story absolutely baffles me especially since according to local lore, if you dare go stand on the bank of that infamous body of water at night and you say Peggy's name three times, she'll purportedly emerge from that creek and come straight at you, just as she had for that buck over two centuries ago. Southern Gothic is an independent podcast produced by siblings Brianne and Brandon Schecksneider. And this mini-episode was part of our annual Campfire Stories, a series to get you in the spirit for Halloween. We'll be back with an all-new, full-length episode on October 31st. 
so y'all stick around if you dare. What's something you learned in history class that you feel like wasn't the whole truth? Better yet, what's something you didn't learn at all that was omitted completely? That's what I like to call redacted history. My name is Andre White, the host of the Redacted History Podcast, the place where history's forgotten events, heroes, and villains get their story told, one episode at a time. The Redacted History Podcast. Real history never dies. Stream the Redacted History Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Matt, host of the Pirate History Podcast. Pirates rank among the most mythologized and romanticized of all historical figures. It can become easy to forget that pirates were real people that had real-world concerns. If you like tales of high seas adventure, daring do, and also want to learn more about who Blackbeard supported to be king, you can learn more about all of that at the Pirate History Podcast.